everybody. Um, I hope you can hear... Actually, let me do this. Alright. So I'm barreling down 290. I'm on my way to yet another concert, which I'm really excited about. Um, looks like there's a slow up up ahead, which is okay. Well, it's not okay. First off, I hope if there's an accident, whoever's involved in that is okay. Um, and I'm excited. I'm going to see Tears for Fears and Garbage tonight, so that should be pretty awesome. Um, you guys doing like a lot of thinking aloud, like, it's one of kind of the good things about like doing shit by yourself because you really get to like parse through your thoughts and really like think. So, like, what I like to do is I even play devil's advocate with myself and I sort of debate myself on things that I feel so that I can really dig down deep and figure out, like, what the hell I'm thinking about. Um, so, that's always good. And you don't necessarily, obviously, need to go to a concert to do that. You can really spend time by yourself and do that wherever, but... I've got a long drive ahead of me, and I'm going to use that time. You know, normally I'd fill it with music, but there's there are times where I realize that, like, I, I love listening to music, but sometimes I'm just like, enough, I need quiet. And, and then there's a time where music fills a void, or it, like, blocks out, it keeps you from thinking, you know? So, I just, I'm not feeling like listening to anything. So, I need to think. So, I want to kind of like talk about a couple of things here because I'm having some really good ideas. I'm um, really excited about telling you guys this stuff because I think it's helpful and I think I'm on to something or, I don't know, like, it's, it's useful so the, one of the things that I'm thinking about now, in, and this is in terms of me doing a lot of self-reflection right now. So I've, I've kind of started to notice, like, you know, we all have a, like a cyclical pattern to our emotions. We all feel happy, 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 good, good, awesome. We can take on the world. Some people, unfortunately, don't feel good, and I'm sorry for them, and I... I feel for them because when I don't feel good and I and I don't feel good like I really don't feel good I hate feeling like that so I can't imagine feeling like that all the time I um I will never ever ever forget ever forget I know I've told this story on here but it stays with me and it'll it always will because it was just like wow man like so I was working at Chase on at like doing collections and like in the collections department it's pretty much like yeah you you can you know build a rapport but at the end of the day Jamie Diamond wants his shmoney so fuck all that conversation and just get down to brass tacks and collect that balance 
But I never really did that. I couldn't just like show up to the many collectors that I was facing at the time and being like, hey, pony up the dough. Especially because it was around 2010 when uh, we were trying to dig our way out of a, of a uh, economical financial collapse and everybody was like broke. I couldn't just be like, oh, okay, well, and I will say that, and I'm kind of going off track here, but I will say that I feel like Chase did kind of have like a good, uh, like they wanted empathy. They always pushed empathy. Um, so, but at the end of the day, they wanted their money, but whatever. Um, which, uh, to all my millennial friends, um, can I get a holler for our second recession? Like, what the fuck, dude? How are we living through two of these goddamn things? But then I remember, like, my dad's probably lived through three, so whatever. Or maybe one of your grandparents, which is equally as insane. Um, but... I don't know. We'll be okay. We made it through the last one, so I'm hopeful for this one. But I remember speaking to a young lady on the phone at Chase, and, you know, I was talking to her because it's like, okay, she's pretty much like, I don't have any money. I'm like, all right, sis, I got it. So let's just talk about something else. And, and she was like, you know, I'm. she was talking about her depression, and she's like, and I. she's like, I never... I've never known what it's like to be excited. I've never can say that I've ever been excited. And I was like, oh my God, the fuck? Like never, could you imagine never feeling excited about doing something? Like, just a, a general malaise 24 seven, 365 for pretty much your entire life, it sounds like. I couldn't believe that, and I was, that made me really sad for her, like, I was like, I don't know, oh shit, hold on, I fucking hate this, okay, we're good, I was right all along, okay, um, I have not been wearing my glasses for days. I don't even know where they're at. I feel like I just want contacts at this point. Honestly, I... I kinda... I'm tired of cleaning them. They're the worst. The absolute worst. Like, my God. and. I know you get what you pay for. I know it's because I'm ordering them from this third-party company that's like super dirty-ass cheap for some cute frames. But my God, they are just the absolute worst. They are so filthy dirty all of the time. Um, And because I do hair, right, like I'm using a lot of hair products. So we're talking oils, we're talking like serums, so like that shits all over your hands, so you're absolutely going to get it on your glasses just by spraying it in the air, doing a blow dry, it's done for. Mm -mm. But anyway, um, so 
never felt excited before. So I was like, God damn, that's insane. So, but for, I don't know how many of us, but we have like a cycle of emotions, like at least for me, I suppose I'll just talk about me. And if you resonate, then cool. So it's like, you know, I feel great. And I know I've talked about the PMDD. I feel like that's improving. But I'm trying to stay active. I hope I am not. Oh, okay, good. Um, I'm trying to stay active. And trying to eat better. And also the sunshine helps a lot. So I've actually been feeling really good. Especially the past few days. I've been getting back on my mat. I've been exercising regularly. And drinking more water. And eating more fruits. A lot of food, living foods. Um, so I, I call like fast food and shit like that candy. I call that dead food because there's really nothing. If you believe vibrationally, um, there's nothing there. It's just basically dead food. Like it's been boiled. It's been fried. It's been baked. Um, so there's just nothing, you know, but like living food to me is like, you know, fresh fruits, all the healthy shit, like all the stuff that's good for you that vibrationally just, and just health wise is good. You know, um, I do want to dig into Nikola Tesla a lot more. And I know maybe some of you listening to this are really good. Like we talk all the time and you're really good and smart with like philosophers and just history. So I'm interested if you listen to this, if you've read anything by him, but I was taking a chakra, a chakra class and the, and the, the instructor was talking about, um, Nikola Tesla and just how he describes things in terms of relating to the world. You need to relate to the world in terms of vibration and frequency and how you match up vibrationally to the things you want in life, but way of living and, and shit like that. But I don't know. I'm not really going to go into that because I don't know much about it, but something to dig into. So I've been feeling better and, um, I've come to the realization that when I don't feel good, I'm starting to look at how I, because when I feel good, I'm more extroverted. I'm more open. I'm more social. I'm more creative. I'm, I'm pouring out. I'm, I'm opening myself up maybe energetically. I don't know what else you would say, but I'm opening myself up to receive other people's and things, situations, energy, and to give, you know, more love, more this, that, and the other, energy, energetically to others, and, and things. So I'm noticing that, or it's, it's coming to my attention that maybe when we don't feel good, it's coming from a period when we felt great or good, and we've hit our peak. And maybe those times where we don't feel like keeping
keeping up with the house. We don't feel like going anywhere. We don't feel like talking to anybody. That is our cue to close up and recharge. And I, I know, and I'm not really talking about an introvert extrovert thing. I'm talking about this, you know, you can be introverted and open up and, and, and open yourself up and give and receive and then you're wiped. But also I think extrovert as well because you can't just keep giving and receiving energies or keep giving and receiving from people and just not feeling like you're basically a sponge. So you can't just keep giving and receiving that stuff and not hitting a peak at some point to where you're like tapped out. So now in terms of, so now instead of, I should say, instead of me feeling like, why do I feel this way? I was, I felt good yesterday. I felt happy yesterday or last week. This was like, last week was so much better. This is so difficult. Like, why do I feel, why do I feel anxious now? Why do I feel this, that, and the other? I take the stuff that I've been consuming, a look at that. But also I'm like, well, you are like talking a lot to your friends. You were doing a lot of outings. You were giving a lot of love to your family and your kids. You were very active on social media to friends and just giving there. And you are opening yourself up and if you are hanging out with a lot of other people, you're receiving that energy. And and whatnot and you're and like you know if I'm feeling creative I'm expelling creative energy and I'm doing household projects that I you know I'm sewing I'm doing this I'm doing that I'm outside with the kids or I'm doing this that and the other so there's no wonder why you feel fucking depleted there's no reason so, so, like, there should be no question. So now this is like a, a call to close yourself, almost like a flower in my mind, and regain back what you just expelled. And so it's also, I suppose, embracing whatever it is you're doing on that downtime. Is it just laying around on the couch? Is it just watching TV? Is it just listening to podcasts? Is it just reading? Is it just not talking to anybody? Is it not returning phone calls? Is it not returning text messages? Is it not being involved in your coworkers' lives? Is it not being bubbly and happy? Is it not emoting when you don't want to? Is it saying no? Okay, we'll do that and then see how you feel later when you've recharged. Then you can go back and give again after all of that. Um, I posted some, I posted about uh, this book I'm reading, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. It's freaking awesome. I've been trying to read and keeping the girls reading all summer. I've been doing good, but of course the last two days I fell off, and so maybe that's part of it. Um, 
I mean, she's talking about so much stuff. Like, holy shit. There's this passage that I put in, like a chapter, an entire chapter I posted to my Facebook page, well, my Instagram account that goes to my Facebook, because I'm like, women, listen to this. And it's basically talking about, you know, how women, how did we lose ourselves? How did we become, um, you know, how did we start distrusting who we are? How did we shrink ourselves down to such a minute point in space for other, for men, you know? society and even towards other women you know like it's funny because I see or I've seen I've been around people and I'm sure I've been guilty of it as well you know being on public seeing a girl wearing like a low-cut top or a shirt or whatever or funky hair or whatever and it's like oh my god what is she doing how dare she fucking you know how dare she not be a fucking shrunken, wilted flower of a woman who just won't just like roll over and accept the fact that, you know, like, and so it just kind of talks about that. And then the, the end of the chapter, and I'm paraphrasing because it talks about, she's like, you know, I refuse to do that anymore. I refuse to I refuse to take other people's opinions over my own. I refuse to rely on the the uh, intuition of others. I refuse this one was really good. I refuse to I will not let myself down to a damn it it's not oh my god I wish I could remember something like I refuse to Basically, she was like, I refuse to let myself down to appease others, basically. But she worded it so much better. And I'm like, this is why your book won all these awards. Because since I started it, you know, there's a piece in the book that talked about, um, you know, her kids. She's got like at least a son and a daughter. Maybe she's got four kids, two girls, two boys. Or whatever. And they were both having a sleepover. The girls were doing something in the living room with their group. And then the boys were watching TV. And she comes in and she's like, okay, kids, who's hungry? And the boys are like, me, 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 you know, yeah, let's order a pizza. And the girl group looked at each other like, are you hungry? Are you hungry? Should we be hungry right now? Why do you have to confirm that with other people? Are you hungry or not? And then, you know, that's, you know, what she's noticing. And then it's like, then they all look to one girl who turns to her, Glennon Doyle, and says, no, we're okay. And it's like, how many times as women have we lived through something like that? Like, how many times have we had to be like, how many times I, girls I know, have you ever, like, not eaten all of your food in front of a man that you had a crush on or that you were at a date? Have you ever done that? Like, oh, I don't want him to think I'm fat, a fat ass. I'm not going to eat my fucking Subway sandwich. Like, I wish I would now. Like, sorry, Jordan. <laughs> I'm, I'm polishing this shit off. 
Like, you know, but he wouldn't, he doesn't judge me like that. Or if he does, I'm quite frankly, I don't care. But like, I know him better enough to not do that. But the th the thought process behind that is insane. Is insane. And the thing is, is nobody ever told me as a young girl, when you're with a boy or when you're with somebody, and that doesn't happen just for, you know, I've been with other women and it's like looking at them, just pace, or pace myself. Are you eating? Are you going to finish your whole meal? Like, should I finish? I don't want to finish before her. I don't want to finish. I don't want to finish at all, even though I'm paying $30 for a meal, but I don't want to eat the whole thing. Like, but no, but the, the wild thing is, is nobody, I didn't go to like obedience school. Like nobody ever said, hey, when you're eating with a man or other women, don't eat the whole thing and make sure that somebody else finishes before you so you don't, you don't look like a fat ass. So if nobody taught me that, it's just like, how do you, how is that ingrained at a young age without somebody telling you. That means subliminally we're getting these messages whether people are saying these things to us or not. And like that's kind of fucked up. Like, like no. Like, you eat when you're hungry. You don't when you're not. And that's the end of it. And it's funny too because as a kid growing up, at least my parents were like, you need to finish everything on your plate. So what do you want to, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to finish everything on my plate or am I not supposed to finish everything on my plate so I don't look like a big fat whale? What, a, what, a, okay, so what, what is the thing here? It's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. What the fuck? So anyway, Untamed Glennon Doyle, get that damn book. Like it is, it's great. Like I can't wait to finish it. I'm also reading Jasmine Stanley's um, Yoke. So I'm really loving that as well. It talks about she's a queer, fat, black woman living her best life, talking about her journey through yoga as a queer, fat, black woman. And just decolonization of yoga and what yoga is in the West and how yoga is not anything near to what yoga is. You know, a lot of times people, well, it's not a lot of times, every fucking time, people assume that yoga is just the asanas the movements, the poses. It's not, that's only a, a fraction of what yoga is. And she goes, she's going to go, and I'm sure, explain more about that. I'm still taking my yoga certification course. I've really been limping along with it, but I don't give a shit because you know what? I fucking paid for um, a do-it-on-your-own-pace course for that reason. So I don't care. Um, but yeah, so I'm really excited to hear her take on yoga and as a yoga instructor and what yoga means for her, especially as another woman of color, because the shit we do for yoga, the, the, what yoga has become in some senses is crazy. Like I remember, um, seeing like advertisements for beer and sip yoga. And it's like, that is something, it's almost kind of perverse to me if we're talking about what yoga is. I don't know. I don't know because in talking about that, um, 
that's another book, Yoke by Jasmine Stanley. I highly recommend it. If you practice yoga or if you don't, if you want something, um, if you want to read something different, if you want a different perspective, which I highly recommend because we don't learn from anybody or anything by sitting in a, a box. Um, and that goes for me too, so don't think I'm lecturing you about that. I, I really want to start opening to what I'm reading as well. So that means me too. But, but we don't learn anything. And we don't understand what we don't understand if we refuse not to understand it. Or at least peer inside. Peel back the layers and peer inside. But, um... So... That kind of takes me to my newest project. And I'll just fucking, I'll just do it because I'm not gonna just talk about it. So I've started, I started up a new Instagram account. <clears throat> it's called Little Prism. And at first it was a it was going to well it's kind of evolving back to what it was initially so in the middle I guess I should say it started out as a yoga practice it started well it it, it always has been something sort of on the sexual side it started off as a yoga started off as a yoga uh, page and I wanted there to be some sensuality to it but now it's like evolving into like a more sexual sexually empowerment empowered Instagram account with yoga so I was even thinking about the beer and sip yoga thing and how I was condemning it. This was the other day. But then I was like, okay, well, you're doing, you're, you're, you're doing sexually suggestive yoga poses. And how is that not as, how is that not the same thing? But then I started, and this is where the thinking for yourself comes in and doing the devil's advocate. And then I was like, well, what is more conducive or what is more um, relative to yoga? poses around sexual, sexually um, provocative um, poses that are natural anyway. There's even like tantric yoga and stuff like that. Which is not what I'm doing on here. But I'm just saying that's a component of yoga as well. And, and human sexuality is a part of the human body, a human psyche, human mind and emotion. What is more what is what is more aligned with yoga? Sexually suggestive yoga poses or or fucking cracking open a natty light and doing a downward dog. I don't know. I mean, you can kind of see you can kind of you know, you know what I'm saying. So, I had to like first parse that out in my mind because I I was like I'm always like so hard on, not hard on myself, but critical. I really want to make sure all my 
T's are crossed and the I's are dotted and I want to make sure that what I'm doing isn't, isn't, um, you know, uh, what the fuck is the word? Not contradictory, but, um, I don't know, I'll think of it. So, I'm like, so after I figured all that out, so I started, um, doing this Instagram page and it started out, you know, like I said, just doing some yoga poses, whatever, each post. But now I'm finding, and I'm following more people who are like sexual therapists and like have more like intimate Instagram accounts and like vagina health and, and uh, uterine health, like women's health and like women's um, like sexual energy tags and just like different things. And so I'm like, the more I read about some of these posts that are really great from, from these really awesome women, the more I'm like, yeah, that's actually true. Like, you know, why is vagina considered a bad word? That just is what it is. Like, why is that? Why do we say pee-pee? Like, why can't I just tell my daughter she has a vagina? Like, why do I have to, like, tiptoe around the anatomy? You don't call an eyeball something stupid. You call it an eyeball. You call your nose a nose. But literally the vagina and the penis is the only part of your body that we make stupid fucking names up for. And it's like, are we, are we not adults or can we not get over that it's, it's bizarre to me so the reason I started this thing is number one is because I love yoga I wanted to get back into it I wanted a reason to keep practicing again um, not that I don't need that as the reason but it helps you know um, but also I have some other things in my mind that I want, that I will be doing in the future that will also correlate to this IG account and I'll be posting. I really want to get back, uh, get healthy again. And, um, I know that could be a triggering type word because people assume thin is healthy and that's not what I'm talking about, but I need to start moving again. But I also want to do something different. Like, you know, I've been in the gym for years, just doing the same old. I have this workout that I've given to so many people, this weightlifting workout, which I like it. But, like, I've been doing it for so long. And I've, I've just been doing the same shit. And I'm like, I need to step out of my comfort zone. And I need to explore other avenues of what it means to being healthy and what fitness is. So, I think in the fall, I'm going to start practicing different types of fitness, and I'm really excited about that, and I don't really want to say too much more about it, because I don't want to spoil it, but I will be posting it on my Instagram. <clears throat> um, so, but yeah, it's, it's, it's like, it's also like, I used to feel bad about um, my sexuality and how, what that means and, you know, 
talking about it and feeling guilty about it. And really, that's stupid. Like, first off, I'm damn near 40. I, I'm not feeling bad about it anymore. Like, I'm a human being. I'm a woman. I, I should not walk around with, a, with like, a guilt cloak on 24-7 around what I like, you know, who I am, and, and shit like that. And, like, so this is also something like that. Um, something, this, this account is something to help me navigate through that and hopefully help other women, but people in general as well. Um, it's a private account. There are people that will not approve to follow it certain reasons um but I mean yeah I mean like I'm just and it's nothing overtly graphic either at least coming from me but like at the end of the day also it's like I don't have to fucking explain that and if you can't hang with it you are welcome to not be a part of it I only want people who want to be a part of it to be there. But I also wanted to, I just wanted to encourage other women and other adults to kind of be able to talk about sex and sexuality and not feel guilty about it and not feel gross or not feel ashamed because it's just part of the human nature. Like, that's just who we are. It's a species. And we're not the only ones, but we're the only one who who isn't just who, who sex, their sexuality isn't just about reproduction. It's actually about connection and self-expression and love and whatever. You know, whatever that is for you. And that's a thing that's also true. Is like, it's different for everybody. Like, so... Yeah, there's that. And I had considered doing, like, a TikTok account, which I might do later, but I don't want to do it now. I like that Instagram, you, I, I don't know, but Instagram has a lot of guidelines around it, and it makes it really hard to, like, find stuff. A lot of shit gets taken down. Like, for instance, well, not this isn't been taken down, but something thing that's cool is like there are a lot of really good artists who make a lot of beautiful sexual art, and so that's some of the things I post in my Instagram stories. Um, and just yoga poses, yoga as in a form of sensuality. Um, embracing your sexuality and not being afraid of it or feeling bad about it. Um, 
What does it mean to have a healthy relationship? What are different types of relationships? You know, like, it's also breaking down these social norms that are bullshit that we have devised because of who knows why. But it's like, there are people in polyamorous relationships who want more than one partner. There are, you know, on the LGBTQ spectrum. What does that mean? You know, like, stuff like that. And, and there, there are different people living around the world who define sexuality and their relationships in a different way. Like, so it's just... project as of now and like it's not posting um it's not just posting um sexual poses just because but I'm hoping people will learn from it but also like try some yoga out start moving again. Like, if anything, like, shit, why not? Um, you know, surprise yourself. Ever since I've opened my salon, and it's been going well, thank God, <clears throat> it's really been an eye-opener that, and I was just talking to somebody about this, it's really been an eye-opener. Once you do something like that, and it works, and you see that it works, and it works even if it's not working or like whatever. It's a big eye opener because it's like, wow, I can trust my own ideas. I can trust myself. I, I am capable of cultivating and creating a life that I want. I don't have to listen to rules. I don't have to work this job. I don't have to live this way. I, you know, once you start doing that, it, at least for me, once I started living my life how I fucking wanted to, I'm telling you, a lot of, I've, I've like blown the doors off of a lot of the things I thought I couldn't do and I could, I couldn't be. And I'm telling you, if there's anything that you have your mind set on, you need to just do it. You, you need to just fucking do it. Nothing. There's no time like the present. Um, everything's going to be okay. Even if it's not okay, you're going to be okay. You know, like, I'm like, fuck it. If I don't, if I don't, um, if the salon doesn't work, I'll work at a goddamn McDonald's. I'm not above that shit. I don't care. I don't care. The world is on fire right now. Why the fuck do I care? I'll sling burgers. I'm not above that. It's like, it's also like time to stop, like, equating morality with a type of job. Like, I don't need to be a six-figure CEO who's probably fucking miserable deep down anyway. Um, when, if, if I can make ends meet, slinging burgers and bringing home a happy meal for my kids, why is that not enough? 
You know, like, why is that not okay? It is okay. And guess what? If you're willing to fucking work at McDonald's and slinging burgers in order to support something you really want to do until it gets off the ground, why wouldn't you fucking do that? Why not? Like, God damn it. Why the hell not? So I'm like, okay, I'll fire up this salon. If it doesn't work, well, then I'll do something else. I don't really care. And I will say, I acknowledge my privilege of being married to a hus- to my husband who makes good money. So I do have that flexibility and I realize it's there. However, I do notice other people who have less than I do who are doing what they want anyway. What the terms are around that, I don't know. But I can't... I acknowledge my privilege in that way, but that's just the pattern of my life. And I can't change that. So... I mean, I'm not a millionaire, and all of the shit that I've done to start my salon was me. It wasn't Jordan. He didn't help me out with anything. I wanted it to be mine, and I actually came to the realization the other day that, holy shit, this is mine. I came up with the money. I got all my licenses together. I fucking paid the deposit. I even picked out my paint colors. I'm furnishing my salon. You know, I'm marketing myself. It is 110% mine. Whether or not I'm supported, I just asked him if you can, until I get making more, you know, making money again, um, more so meaning like to the point where I'm at when I was at those Donna's salon, if you could just cover the girls and whatever, I you know what, just do that. I don't need you to pay for anything that I'm doing. I don't need I don't need any of that. So there was that, and it's like if you have any sort of means or to do what you love, and it doesn't even have to be to open a business, but something as simple as opening. Uh, Whatever it is. You know, I don't even have to give an example because I don't know, number one. Number two, my dreams and my ambitions and what I feel as what a success is, is not everybody's terms and ideas of what success is. So, you know, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna try to, like, throw out examples because you could be like, yeah, girl, that's not it. That's not what I... I don't care about that. So, whatever. But I'm just telling you all this to let you know that, like... Anything that you set your mind to, it sounds like a cop-out, but I've been doing this shit for years. In my early 20s, I was studying law of the tra- law of attraction. I was, even when people were laughing at me, and I was laughing at myself, like, I was always, I always knew that there's just something out there more than what is told that we are given. And we can live a life that you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's because these people have all these mo- this money and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't, I think in some cases, absolutely. But, okay, so you can't get a $6 million mansion, but you don't have to have that to, to be successful. That's only one person's idea of success. And, and maybe, yeah, these people started out with a small loan of a million dollars. And now they're billionaires. Okay, fine. 
How do we get that on a smaller scale? We don't have to have a fucking, like, a mansion in, like, Bali. We don't need to do that to feel successful. We don't have to have those ideas. And once we start lowering our expectations of what's told to us that is success, and we, we reframe that shit in our minds, then anything is possible. Anything is possible for anybody. I don't know. That's just what I think. And, you know, I used to feel bad about thinking that way because I was, I was like, oh, yeah, but some of these people have more money. And No, I'm not thinking like that anymore. Because those thoughts were given to me by other people and I'm tired of thinking the way other people think. Because had I listened to other people when they told me, when they tried to warn me about opening a salon, I wouldn't have what I have. A lot of people are going to try to tell you and scare you and keep you to their own level in their own mind because most people are afraid just like we are to do big things so when you share things you got to be aware of who you're sharing that those these things to because they're gonna keep you to their own level uh where they feel comfortable and they don't want to create waves and they don't want to be scared and they don't want to lose anything but the one of the um the teachings of non-attachment you're gonna lose it all anyway Literally everything you have, you're going to lose it one day. Every single thing. And it's hard. It's hard to sit back and realize that. It is very difficult. It's very scary. But either you can be, you can accept that you're going to lose everything and make the best of what you got can continue to follow other people's expectation of what life is about and and follow along on you know the way you're living I don't know but I encourage you and I believe in you I believe in anybody um, like I said I'm your own personal hype man I've said that so many so many episodes and I mean it because I I'm so excited for when people tell me I have this idea I have this really good idea like oh, my friend Michelle has had really awesome ideas my friend Cepeda he's filled with awesome ideas I'm like and and I try not to be pushy because it's annoying it's annoying to me so I hope I'm not annoying anybody but but it's also not me who's gonna f pull the trigger on anything. It's it's not me. It's not for me to do that. I can only do that for myself. But I'm like, dude, yes, I can see this being successful. I can see. Oh, there's a dragonfly. How cute. I can see you being successful at this. This is a great idea. Nobody's ever thought of this. You're the first person. And even just like the thing that's, and then I start thinking of their plans and ideas in my head. Like, how can you get this started? What can you do? Blah, 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 blah. I can, you can do this. You can do that. But then it's like, no, Katie, this is not your journey. You have your journey. You figure that your shit out. You do your thing. But even just figuring out how to get the shit off the ground is so goddamn exciting to me. And I love it because I believe in these fucking people. I believe in all of anybody who wants to do shit. Open a business. Start a hobby. Learn a different language. Trust in yourself. You can do this. And if, if anybody's going to trust in you, it has to be you. It 
has to be you. Like, even if you have nobody on your fucking side, that doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I know because eventually you're going to find somebody who does. You'll get people in there who's not, who are on your team. But you have to be the one to initiate that. You have to show up like, yo, I got this shit. Like, you don't believe me? Okay, well, let's see what you, let's just see what happens. I don't know. I think I'm here. I am. I'm only five minutes away. So I hope I have a wonderful concert. I cannot wait. I will post pictures. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Um, this was very cathartic and I feel better because I wasn't feeling very good. I was feeling very anxious and kind of shitty. But now I feel great because I got this all this shit off my shoulders. So thank you for letting me vomit um, my anxieties and my whatever onto you. I appreciate that. I love you. I hope you are well. Stay safe. And we'll talk soon.